0: Second part of the conversation that I want to introduce and have us have as a second piece is what part does gender play in the ability to express anger and the ability for organizations and other people to accept anger? Um, I think there's another part of the conversation that we are not prepared to handle here because we don't have the right diversity. But there's also a cultural aspect to being right. allowed to have anger uh, in a in a professional setting. But I don't think we can have that conversation. I think we have to have you have to invite some other people in to be able to have that. But I do think we can have the gender conversation and I'd like to share an example and then we can talk about it uh, really briefly. So I have a client who works as a nurse and she was in a setting where she had a patient going downhill, by policy, she had to call the doctor. The doctor on call was female. And when she called, there was a really aggressive response from the doctor. And at first the nurse was like, I'm sorry, had to call you. And the doctor kept piling on. And she finally, the nurse was like, look, here's the policy, here's why I called you, I have to work with you, we can either do make this work or not. And she felt very angry and then the doctor immediately diffused. So the question that I have that I'd like to discuss is if the players had been, you know, both male, one male, one female, how would it, had it possibly changed the dynamic? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I'd like to say, I'd like to think that it wouldn't actually be that different. Mm. I suspect that in practice, It might play out slightly differently, but I think if it were cross-gender, it would be harder. If it was male-female, there would be a different dynamic. If it was Mm -hmm. a female doctor and a male nurse, I think it would, I don't know, it it may play out almost the same, but louder. Mm. But if it was a a male doctor and a female nurse, I suspect that the the, the conversation would be very different. Mm
0: -hmm. Because of the power dynamic?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because you have you have doctors are, are, are in they're I think drip fed all the way through their medical training that when they qualify they are something superior and they're not they're just people with a good skill set mm-hmm. but there 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 is still a feeling that doctors are one of the top professions and therefore these people are superior so a male doctor especially an older male doctor would almost certainly play power politics with a female nurse. Mm. How dare you talk to me like that? Don't you know who I am? Oh, this man doesn't know who
2: he is. It <laughs> well, would be... Are we, we generalising on a massive scale? Yeah, of
1: course we're generalising, because how can we not?
2: <laughs> right. But by, by not.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> the thing, I, think pretty, I
2: do believe there are stereotypes without question, and that behind every stereotype is a seed of truth, generally. Um, but it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because ultimately everybody is different, and... You know, I've, I've seen situations and coach people through situations where the the stereotypical gender dynamic is completely reversed. There is a there's a similar stereotype that says that female leaders are overcompensating for the fact that they're female and therefore they become a lot more domineering and a lot more forceful mm-hmm. than their male counterparts. So. I don't know. I don't think I don't think for me, I don't think I could answer the question. Would it have been different if the gender roles were different? Because it's so dependent on so many different factors. That you'd have to express gender bias in order to answer that question, if you sort of mean. I'm not saying I don't have any because I almost certainly do. Everybody does, but it's just it's. I don't think you can interchange, you know, gender roles that that easily, and then come up with a a, an answer,
3: if you sort of
0: mean.
1: I
3: think it's that gender bias, isn't it? It's our unconscious bias that when women argue we become much more frustrated much more quickly we i working with clients of mine they get so frustrated because they cry so their emotions get to the point where they're forced to cry they're so angry they cry they're so angry and you and because we don't practice I, I go back to this as women we do are not allowed to practice when we're little children of how to be angry because we're told to be nice and be polite and be quiet. So we don't practice it. So we cry when we get to the point when I'm so frustrated, I want to kill someone. (laughs) And that I think is all of that gender bias that we have this unconscious bias that we're looking for, her getting frustrated, her getting more high pitched, her getting more, and there's all of that in there. Whereas men in a generalization, practice it much more they get deeper they get more forceful they can shout and women shouting is much more high-pitched and therefore screechy. Mm. and it's all this stuff about margaret thatcher when you're talking about women who become more masculine she trained her voice to go lower mm. to stop yeah. that very point she mm. says very low <laughs> <laughs> mm. that
2: was nicely done katie i enjoyed Thanks.
3: <laughs> hey <laughs> dramagy
0: city <laughs> <laughs> so is that something that we should do as professionals? Should we teach ourselves how to be angry professionally? Maybe, particularly to your point, Katie, as women.
3: I would love to work with women. I love that idea of new, brand new team leaders when they're in that position, even brand new doctors. Because if you're going back to that doctor example of you're talking to a patient who might be really pushing back or a patient's family, how do you deal with that conflict? And I think organizations have that responsibility to help you deal with that conflict.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So what might it look like to teach ourselves to deal with conflict? Can we can we give a three minute? This is how it might look.
1: Hmm.
2: I think what you said earlier, Robin, recognition is the first part of it. You've got to, you've got to recognize and process what's going on in front of you and being able to do that quickly when perhaps empathy isn't your strong suit. Mm -hmm. um, And all you can frankly see is somebody, you know, gunning for you in front of you. And it's a very difficult thing to do in the moment. So I don't know, maybe the first, first tip is, is when, when you feel your emotions escalating, just say, can we take a beat? Can we just stop for a second. The thing um, I'd like to ask
0: people to do is what does your body feel like when you're angry? What is your physical response? Cause we all do, we all have a physical response. I know for me, you know, I get this really kind of sharp tightness and I, I know I'm like, I got to catch that. Cause if I don't catch it, I'm smart enough to be mean. <laughs> and unfortunately as a 20 year old, no, I was terrible at that. Now, little more age behind me i'm really good i recognize i recognize it as as bubbling i don't even have to catch the actual because it doesn't get that far anymore
1: mm. i think we could also we could almost harp back to an earlier conversation we four had about silence and the power of silence mm. and silence and power because if you can take the anger step it back and rather than shouting just be silent and use your body language to say, mm. you're wrong, I'm right, and I'm going to be here staring at you until you back down, mm. that level of power through silence could be a good, almost safe way to express anger.
2: Or it could come across as passive-aggressive. Ah, yeah. Just a th- do you know what I mean? It could be just this a kind this, of a...
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's if, if you We're standing surrounded by fire, whatever step, whatever direction we take, we're going to fall in, to one bonfire or another if we try to address an issue like this. See,
2: I think, Steve, that, that, exactly what you've just said, would be actually a really good starting off point. If one of the two parties involved, assuming it's only two, um, was able to, to pause long enough to say exactly what you've just said, which is have you noticed we're edging into a really dangerous situation? We're in a bit of a minefield here. That in itself kind of diffuses the situation. It forces both parties to take an outside objective look at where they are. Um, yeah, the, It was <laughs> nice, there was imagery there, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it might be sufficient to kind of get people to, to, to breathe and distract also for, sufficiently to diffuse a bit of the rage. Yeah. It's but almost as if I did it on there.
1: purpose, yeah. but I didn't. I wish I had.
2: No. <laughs> It's just it's a natural instinct for you, Steve. You're just naturally good at it. <laughs> it
1: yeah. The, the, um, my, in, my initial reaction when, when you brought the subject up, Robin, was, was to look for some catharsis, some, some non-destructive catharsis. And, mm-hmm. and my default is laughter. Mm-hmm. It's okay. to find a way to laugh rather than to shout. So some catharsis. And I know that, that, that rage and tears is a catharsis of kind. But it's not necessarily the safest or the best way to go about it. It's not in everyone's gift to find the funny side of something, which is massively frustrating and anger-making. Nonetheless, if we could teach people that you can exchange one emotion for another through— well, I mean, this is it's NLP techniques, generally speaking—but to to actually recognise an emotion on its way out, swap it for something else. Mm. You know, the CBT and NLP both teach broadly the same practice of replacing something negative with something positive, just flipping the coin.
0: Well, that gives us our 10 minutes. It's hard to have this conversation in 10 minutes, isn't it? It is. We'll have to figure out how to do that. Maybe we can continue it on again. But um, I want to thank you all again for sharing your expertise, sharing your knowledge, being willing to go on these thought experiments with me. And we will do it again really soon.